0: This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant.
1: The Red Bull Rant is a free flowing podcast with three soccer loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's it's pretty much advised.
0: Welcome, my friends, to the of Friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of West and West Metro. I'm your host, Jason Pitko.
1: I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 235, "The Traitor," part one. Ooh, Traitor!
0: Are we talking about Marquez? I
1: hope. I hope there's not a. <laughs> no, no, but we 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 could. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, well, I'm pretty sure we are going to talk about that later, so we will save that. Um, <clears throat> for now, though, boy, what a fun week that was.
1: Or fun oh, week. yeah. What a treat.
0: <sighs> yeah. It's wonderful how a three minutes, or three to five minutes span can make you feel great to under shit.
1: Yeah, let's just... uh,
0: Especially when you're not even involved in the actual results.
1: I know, I know. I'm super glad I was not there. Super glad. Oh, yeah. Because I I strongly considered it. It was my day off, and there was plenty of opportunities, and I was like, nah, you know what? I had such a hectic week the week before. I think I'm just going to take a nice day off and relax. I could just watch it at home, not have to worry about anything. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah.
2: Have to deal with those fans after the
1: game. Ugh. Oh man! I mean, what would have been worse—the misery of your fellow fans or the blue idiots?
2: Yeah, from column A, looking from column B. Hey,
0: on the bright side, number of seats stolen is zero. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I guess we're winning in that department.
1: Well, sure. True. We just didn't win in any other department. Yeah, pretty much. Not, not on Sunday.
0: No. So, 3-2 loss to NYCFC. Hooray. Uh, yeah. Dislikes. I'm going to go first because I want to – because I don't ever go first. I don't give a, well, I rarely go first. I, I usually give it up to you too. But I'm going to say this. Fuck Sal Zizo. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. The whole team, like, let off for a good, half, a good three minutes there. But Sal Zizo, come on. Jumping for a header that you're not going to – not going to get when nobody's behind you and and throwing your foot up on the play that resulted in a penalty kick. Just what are you thinking? Just no, stop it. I'm, I'm actually glad he got a red card because it means he can't fuck this game up too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, we we were talking about it, you know, during the week that that's a, that's a penalty everywhere on the field. Oh yeah. Maybe it's not a cardable foul on every other part of the field. But it's a foul. It's a you're making that call no matter what. You're putting that foot dangerous close in the air. It doesn't matter. Via puts his head down and like looks to get you know kicked in the face, it's which like I think he did. But still, was
0: below the waist. Which at that point you could say, yeah, correct. was going in. No, this was a this was a karate kick that granted may or may not have touched him, and I got something to say about that in a minute. But Zizo put his leg up. It's it's the same thing where like. You go in for a tackle, even if you don't actually make contact, if you go when studs up and come close, they're going to call it on you. Because right. it's dangerous play, regardless of how of whether or not you make contact. Yeah. And it's stupid for two reasons. One, you're in the box. Two, the ball wasn't even going towards the fucking net.
1: Right. There was there was no, no I mean, there was no goal. reason. There was no reason to, to do that at all.
0: And I, and I believe, if I'm right, that there was like nobody else in the area that he could have immediately gotten the ball to. So there was no immediate threat that needed to be taken care of.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: And you, and you, you hand him a penalty kick. And, I'm, and I'll, I'll blame Robles for the second goal, but you can't blame the goalkeeper on a penalty kick because it's so hard to guess right. And even if you guess right, you get lucky and, you, you know... I mean, look at the, o- the U.S. Open Cup match against Sporting Kansas City. There was, I think, two block penalty kicks, and they were, like, amazing. Those were truly amazing guesses.
1: Right. I be. mean, it is it is a guess. That's all it is for the goalkeeper. It's You're just maybe knowing what the player's going to do a little bit and then just guessing properly. That's all it is.
0: And, I mean, Robles was off the line and diving before... Um, Lamp- or, let's say Lampard, wow. Uh, before oh. VIA even... Touched it, so I don't blame. Him. I blame Zizo because he let it happen.
1: Right. Yeah. You know what? You know what all went wrong for Zizo is actually uh, when Alexei Lawless pointed out that Jesse Marsh wanted him and Paranel to switch. He was putting his hands up, motioning for them to switch positions. I don't even think about that. Uh, they switch positions, and then immediately Zizo gives up both of those both of those plays on that side of the field. Both. On that side. So if you want to get mad at Jesse, get mad at Jesse.
0: It didn't even occur to me. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Although I'm not going to get mad at Jesse so that, for the penalty kick because that's just Zizo being stupid.
1: Right. The, the,
0: the, the, I, think the, the, I can put it on Jesse a little bit because of that, the move. But that, again, Zizo, don't jump for that. Just backtrack. Right. The worst that happens is that it's still over your head, but at least you're already running in that direction and can cover Like...
1: And maybe there's a third player that can run uh, via that won't get to the ball or try to you know put their foot on the ball. But whatever, that's aside the well, point. That's,
0: that's a whole that's a whole other thing. But I mean, you you give you a head start basically, and yeah, all bad. Right, so, Pat, we'll let you go. That next. Bad Salci
2: is out. Bad. What's your
0: next What was Your your biggest dislike.
2: Uh. My biggest dislike it's just real I guess, yeah, the all encompassing, uh, you know, mental breakdown that led to the two goals that led uh, NYCUC to get back in the match. Because up to that point, really, Rebels were controlling a good portion of the match and looked uh, certainly on their way to a win. And it would have uh, been nice to have come away with three points. Uh, that would have left NYCUC in, in the standings. Now, NYCUC obviously pulls further away. Um so yeah I mean that's really what it comes down to is just that big uh letdown um you know I, I'm I'm a bit more forgiving of salziza at least on the penalty kick uh, he wasn't looking I don't think he saw uh Via to the last second uh, you know it, it, he was just trying to clear the ball and I I am not exactly entirely certain another player wouldn't have done the same thing. So, um, you know, so I I just don't get me wrong. He did not cover himself in glory, obviously. Um, But, you know, it it is what it is. I feel like I should be more broken up about a rivalry game, um, but I'm not. And maybe I'll go over that. I'm not as broken up as I feel like I would have been. And maybe I'll go over that a little bit uh, in the like portion of the
1: uh, broadcast. Uh, Bree broke broken up because they had a lead that they lost. That's, that's – they lost and, uh, you know, couldn't even get the draw. I think that's the real disappointing thing about it. Uh, since we covered Zizo, uh, I don't want to talk about how god-awful Toledo was in this game because he was atro- atrocious for the most part, completely atrocious. That field, and I'm not talking about the width, that field was awful. I've never seen more players fall over for absolutely no reason mm-hmm. more than I've seen in that game on both sides. And it was mostly the red bulls. Cause clearly they're, that's not their home field, but any ball that rolled into that infield grass, players have fallen over the balls, not getting to anybody. It was embarrassing. I mean, good God. Someone tried defending that turf on uh, Twitter after the game. There's no defending it. It's, it's just—it's such a piss poor display of for Major League Soccer that they absolutely have no problem with this team playing on a field like that, where it's the width is awful, but it's it's bad playing condition. It's like watching when the Raiders would play football—you know, whenever they play in the early fall where the baseball dirt still out there and they're running through dirt. Mm. It sucks. It really sucks. And the fact that the league's just going to sit back and. Be cool with it forever because, as we know, that team's not moving anywhere in the city. They're not going anywhere. Not a chance. So we're gonna have to no. We're gonna have to deal with this, and the league's just gonna, I guess, turn a blind eye to how bad it is.
0: You know, I somebody was blaming the field on Royer's injury. I don't think they realized that that was the outfield where there's where that the temporary grass is not
1: put in. Right, because that was close to that was close to the the goal line.
0: Yeah on the opposite side. But, I mean, just, yeah, that feels just terrible.
1: I mean, you can't play the field on that when he's falling over and the guy's almost, like, accidentally stepping on him. I mean, that's kind of what happened there. Yeah. It's not really, it's not really the field's fault. No.
0: Before we move on from dislikes, i, I got to mention this. So, on Twitter after the game, I was bashing Cezo because, you know, I was pissed off, and still am, obviously. But... People tried to justify his penalty kick by saying he didn't he got the ball, he didn't actually touch um via So here's here's where I get mad at this. I say, well, where's the proof? Because everything the Fox showed was from an angle that you couldn't tell. And like, oh well the ball did this, or you know, it doesn't look like his foot hit the face. Like, show me proof. Every time I say show me proof, I never got any proof at all. I just got explanations that didn't make any sense. I Understand wanting to bash referee. I hell I've done it plenty of times. That that would have been my shtick for the last few, like five years. But you can't bash a ref when you don't have the proof. And I just as much as I want to bash bash him for that call, I can't I don't want I can't right now because I don't have anything that shows otherwise. But as a as a fan of this team, I know you get passionate, but don't make excuses when there's no clear evidence. Come on, it's just and, and learn what burden of proof is. That's what I'm <laughs> <gonna leave. laughs> Yeah. All right, off my soapbox. Uh, Likes. Uh, Truman, you go first. What did you like, if anything, about this one?
1: Well, I do like that BWP is continuing to score and is continuing to score on Smurfs. That's always good, right? Scored two goals in this game. Uh, The second one was uh, really nice. The first one was great. I don't even know how he slips that ball through the defenders and past that goalie.
0: Especially with that turn he had to
2: make.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was beautiful. So it is nice to see that he is continuing to score, and he is continuing to score on that team. Obviously, he's clearly still getting up for that game. And unfortunately, no one else could. I mean, obviously, I think that's because Royer went down so early, and that blew their plans up completely. Um, But I, that's that's the one positive I will take out of it.
2: Yeah, I I mean, kind of to double down on that, I mean, I think, you know, uh, one of the main reasons I don't think I'm like super broken up about this game is because, you know, after beating the piss out of like four straight bottom-feeding teams, uh, it could have been easy to see this Rebel team get played off the field in Yankee Stadium. They weren't. Um, You know, it it absolutely ended disappointingly. Disappointingly, they absolutely had – Uh, a total meltdown there, but for a good portion of the match, this team was playing as well as it has uh, the last couple of weeks, and uh, to see that against a quality opponent, as hard as it is to admit, that NYCFC is a quality opponent, uh, it was encouraging to see, especially you know now they're coming home uh, against Orlando, and uh, you know as we go on through the end of the season, so um, that that'd be my big like. The other big like, obviously, that uh, Royer did not have any. His injury is not as bad as uh, we uh, all thought it was based on what we saw on TV.
0: Yeah, that was a little horrifying hearing him scream on TV. I gotta say,
1: that that was that was a season-ending scream. That's what that was. That's that's what I thought at first. I'm like, oh shit, right. this is, I, know I think he's
0: getting like taking the time, to get him off the field. I think he got taken off on a stretcher. No, he didn't. He walked off, and like when he walked off, like oh thank God, like it's not that bad, but still. Uh, my like is going I'm going to go into the stands and the Red Bulls fans because once again they are they were the loudest fans in that stadium for at least a part of the game, um, and even the commentators mentioned how all the all the noise was coming from the Red Bulls fans when it was two one. So good job, guys, because I doubt they had mics up on that level. <laughs> like th- if those are field mics picking you up, then you know you're making a lot of noise.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and congrats to uh, the uh, third rail for coming up a TIFO that was already done twice before by other teams <laughs> Good job on that real creative guys well done
0: Hey, you can't be a supporters group once you steal from the Red Bulls. So <laughs> yeah um, One more thing about this game. I just had it. I told you guys I'm gonna talk about this So the game was called a sellout except when they talked about it on TV They talk about soccer capacity. Here's the thing. Sellouts generally mean you sell out the whole building, not, quote, stadium capacity, or I mean soccer capacity. That means you're artificially limiting the number of seats that are going to be occupied during that game. And So according to Wikipedia right now, the capacity for Yankee Stadium is 47,422. So if you're telling me that you're, you have a sellout of 30,000. You don't have a sellout. Not by the strictest definition.
1: They need to tarp the upper deck. so they did. then they can call it sellouts. Tarp they it. Was, they tarp it that. lot
0: fans there anyway.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I want tarps. Yeah, tarps would be fun. Got tarps, some classic giant stadium tarp, uh, New England tarps, DC tarps.
0: Let's tarp off the section that most most people can't see on TV.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's... One more thing. Um, predictions, none of us got it right. We're skipping true fan my, tweets. My wins. Pat had a draw, so. skipping those fan those. tweets? Oh. Yeah. Uh, of course yeah. he is. Go. Do, do fan tweets, because apparently I completely missed that part of the uh,
1: agenda. Good thing I have them ready. And Pat, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Chico FFS said, I'm inclined to give them a break after winning four in a row. Losses are going to happen. I just don't like that it was to NYCFC.
2: Pretty much where I'm at. Right.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, you, you, you lost on the road after winning uh, several games. What, what were they? They won three in a row. No, on the road, it was like five. Oh, oh, it was three, on the road. Um wins. New England, New England, well, New England Philly, uh, Minnesota.
0: So four, if you kept the Open Cup, I think. So
1: f- right. I'm gonna I'm gonna count it. So they had four uh, road wins in a row. So. Yeah, and again, they didn't get blown out. They weren't embarrassed. But yeah, you don't want to lose to these guys and get their hopes up. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cavanaugh says, it means nothing except Daniel Royer Health. Yes. All about the Open Cup uh, at Cincinnati will make MLS playoffs. He's just trolling me, isn't he? Probably.
2: Mm.
1: I would. Yeah. I think, I think he's right. Royer's Health matters. Uh, they're still in playoff contention. Yeah. Still make a run and finish... Top of the East, it's possible. It's it's certainly not out of reach for crying out loud. You know the way this league is.
2: Yeah who saw who saw Seattle winning MLS Cup last year? At this point, but right? Exactly
1: right. And and the Red Bulls are in a better position than Seattle was last year.
0: Portland the year before, I think. What's I think that? Portland Portland won coming out of the wild card but.
1: Right. I think two so again. Teams. Not a big deal. And then finally, we have man in the middle say uh, the pro referees is a joke. How was Maxi not sent off? Also, what was the penalty for? But I think we talked about it, right? Yeah, yeah we, we covered the penalties.
0: So I, I will mention the discrepancy in fouls. I think it was 15 to 25 or something like that.
1: It was pretty bad. It was, it was yeah. pretty... It, yeah, I mean, there's, there are some dubious calls there.
0: Yeah. It, it, for some reason, it seems this year that the red whenever the Red Bulls play NYC, that it, it, as physical as it gets, that the calls are skewing, in terms of fouls anyway,
1: skew in one direction. Hell, Royer was carded before he even left the game. And he left the game early. Yeah. Was he actually carted? I Yeah. Oh, he was? Yeah. That's
0: yep. For unsporting behavior. Yeah. So, I mean, if that didn't set the tone. He was replaced uh, eight minutes later. Yep. All right. Anything else about this game or are we just moving on?
1: No, let's move on. I, uh, I didn't want to talk about it now. This is very upsetting, but... Fair enough. Right, All
0: right. So, uh, upcoming... On Saturday, August 12th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on MSG, Red Bulls will host Orlando City uh, in their second game against Orlando for the year. Uh, and for those in attendance, it will be Pride Night, just as so people know what to expect. Um, so predictions for this one. Uh, Pat, you can go first. I think going to happen.
2: Uh, you know, I, I think you know, the Red Bulls will come back from uh, their their loss here this past weekend and uh, get a win here at home, uh, and I think they'll win rather handily. I'm going to go with a two nothing win, um, despite not having a warrior. Uh, I, again, as I said earlier, I still think the team for the most part looked pretty good. Um, you know, for a majority of that game against uh, New York City and Orlando, while a solid team, uh, isn't exactly uh, lighting it up right now in the league. Um, yes, they did just get Dom DeWire, but I mean, you know, it's going to take him some time to truly uh, gel with his teammates. So, um, home game, Saturday night. Rebels very rarely lose those and very often win. So, we're going go to go the 2 nothing win and uh, we'll erase a bit of the bad taste of this match uh, come Saturday.
1: I'll say 2-1 just for shits and giggles and be different. I I agree with you. I think they're definitely going to win. Again, they looked pretty good on Sunday. It was Sal Zizo's nightmare five minutes (laughs) that cost them a game. So Zizo won't be involved here. So we'll have a bunch of other players on the field, which I definitely like. Uh, My question is, who starts? I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of your regular starters, but they do have an Open Cup game, which they're clearly going all out for on Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's on Tuesday. Yes, the 15th. Right, so I'm just curious to see if there's going to be a couple regulars that will not be in the lineup saving them. Uh, Robles obviously plays. BWP obviously plays. Sasha, Um, I I don't know. I don't know who else. It's it's going to be interesting for sure. Uh, If they get a lead, who gets pulled out sooner rather than later? Um, But yeah, I, I agree with you. Orlando's not exactly killing it right now. Red Bulls are going to be pissed. They want to get those three points back. So, yeah, definitely 2-1 win. Uh,
0: I'm going a little bit bigger. I'm going 3-1. So again, I think they'll be pissed. Um, even though John Dwyer's there, I think he's only had, like, one game. Um, so I imagine it's not going to be that cohesive of an offensive unit yet. But I don't think that the Red Bulls defense is that great, given what saw last week. So I think you are still going to see a goal given up. Against a team that I believe, and I'm going to look this up right now. Uh, they are minus nine in goal differential. Worst, worst goal differential in the East. So, but the Red Bulls can't. Oh no, sorry, second because DC's negative twenty four. Ha ah. <laughs> wow, Did not see that one coming. <laughs> DC, by the way, is worst in the
1: league. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Um, I know. I'm keeping track.
0: Uh, so I I think th- like you guys said we're probably pissed come out a little hotter than usual, um, and of course being a home will help. Uh, I think even if we rest some guys, they'll still with, with the way that they've been playing under this new formation, that doesn't seem to be set in stone. It it, it bodes well for the team. So that's what I'm gonna go three one, and I think. Um, in terms of who's not going to start, since we were kind of talking about this, I think, well, I, I think Roy's not going to start because they're going to keep him out for the injury.
1: Uh, I, I believe that's one hundred percent.
0: He was he was he's listed as quote week to week, but I'm pretty sure that for precautionary reasons they're going to keep him out anyway. Right. Um, I don't think they're going to start with the new guys. I mean, Kita just finished his transfer this week.
2: Well, one of we're, our we're dynamite gonna... one of our dynamite transfers, Keita, is injured. So oh, he's is he, already, oh, he's injured already? Great. He's already injured, yeah, yeah. So our, our so, slobber knocker transfer. So he, spe-
0: <laughs> so he uh, spe- did a speed run of the Frank Rost, uh treatment? Yeah, I, th-
2: I, think, <laughs> I think he was leaning too far into the aisle on his plane, and the drink card hit him. That, that, sh- that
0: just seems perfect for this team, doesn't it?
2: And he shattered his
1: elbow.
0: <laughs> of course. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if that actually
1: happened. Thankfully, we have uh, MLS Stalwart officially on the roster now too. So, mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk to about him later. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go more into transfers in a little okay. bit later in the show.
0: Uh, so before we move off this game, though, we have to talk about Eric Tennis' excuse. Oh. I, and I think I think by the way, this is the last Saturday night game of the season. I say that yeah. like I think there's. I think the rest of Saturday games are like afternoon from here on out.
1: That is bananas. You. I, you might, you may be right because I was actually just looking uh, at the schedule. Let's see.
0: That
1: is, that's kind of insane, don't you? Th- yeah, There's, it's a little nuts. Is,
0: there are exactly, let's see one. There are exactly two Saturday games left. This is one of them, and the last Saturday game is in October against Vancouver, which is 5 p.m. So I guess it's technically like around the edge of the night. But everything else at home is Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. <laughs>
1: Which, i do not Sunday games. Which oh, I don't either. I love them. I mean, I mean I, I can go, but it also means they're competing with the NFL, so that's always funny. That's
2: true. Uh, let's
0: see Sunday, September seventeenth, one o'clock. Yeah, that's going to work out well. <laughs>
1: Sunday,
0: October at five. That's also going to work out well. I that's can't so wait cool. for that one.
1: That that one, one o'clock close. game against Phillies. Yeah, well, that's true. If the Jets are playing at one, no problem. I'm not going to do it now, but we'll have to look into it because yeah, actually, the Red Bulls are playing Philly at 1 o'clock on a Sunday in October, I believe.
0: No, Philly was in September.
1: Okay, September.
0: Philly is September 17th. I actually have on my Google Calendar, Jets play at 4.05 on the 17th.
1: Uh oh. That might be.
2: The 17th, the Giants are on Monday Night Football. Oh, good. Schedule cleared. Fantastic.
1: So that works out good.
0: Ten minutes excuse for this week, though. Okay, I'm doing it first because I have to make fun myself. Jets preseason game, (laughs) which is Saturday at seven thirty.
1: If you want to go that way, then you can say it'll be hangover from the Giants preseason game from uh, tomorrow night. Uh,
0: Wait, but where is the Giants preseason game?
1: Who cares? I'm just saying the Giants are playing Friday night, so you know it's gonna be a big party wherever the hell they are.
2: Uh, my excuse is it's Pride Night, and if you've ever been to a Pride Parade, they, 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 the homosexual community brings lots of props, so they bought seats for their props, and that's going to just take up too much space.
1: But, but thankfully, <laughs> thankfully they're not going to take seats away as props, as some fans like to do. It's true. <laughs> my excuse is that Progress Pro Wrestling is going to be in Queens that night, and that is where I will be. Boo. to see the wwe uk title defended uh with pete dunn and jack gallagher <laughs> so that i specifically took that night off to go to that show and then realized oh yeah it's the same as red bulls game and then said don't care progress wrestling that is where i will be
0: <laughs> progress wrestling
1: have any sort of
0: broadcast that
1: i can watch nope son of a bitch i, I mean i don't know i'll be there i i I'm sure it'll be available on something at some point.
0: So I want to see Jack Gallagher versus Dunn.
1: Well, you can live through it via me. Yeah. Guess.
0: All right. So uh, Open Cup, we're not going to do – well, Pat will not do a prediction. Right. He doesn't do this. Uh, Red Bulls will travel to Cincinnati on the 15th, which is Tuesday, for their semifinal match, the Open Cup. Uh, if they win, they will play Sporting Kansas City in the final, who advanced last night on penalty kicks against San Jose. So no matter who comes out of this game, Kansas City will host. Truman, do you feel like doing a prediction for this one? Or
1: I mean, I'm not going to make a score prediction. Uh, I'll, I'll treat this as our my playoff game because, uh, I mean, this is kind of a playoff game, I guess. Yeah. I don't see why they shouldn't win the game. I know it's going to be absolutely packed in Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know what their capacity is, but I'm pretty sure it's near sellout. I think so it,
2: it's. I think it's sold out.
1: Okay, so I mean it's going to be raucous down there, but well, I, mean, I don't think the Red Bulls give a shit. A, right. So, I, but I don't think the Red Bulls give a shit about um, a second division team sell, sold out crowd. I just I don't. I think they're way too talented to lose this team. I think the MLS teams that played there. Uh, didn't take it seriously, as Pat always likes, is when they don't take the Open Cup seriously, and that's what they cost them. Again, they won one nothing in Miami. They're not a scoring machine. Uh, if the Red Bulls can't win this game, I consider it an embarrassment. I consider it an embarrassment considering they're going to play a ton of starters. Most of the regular starters are going to be in this game. Uh, my mate, Does Ryan Mira play again?
0: I think I think, so. he, I think he does. I think the way that Marsh has been doing it, it's going to happen.
1: So again, he is a great goaltender, so I'm not worried about Ryan Merritt and goal. I, I think if the Red Bulls score two goals, it's over, and and they win handedly. So yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you an actual score prediction, but I will say that they should absolutely should 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 win this game.
2: Uh. So this is the most interesting game of the U.S. Open Cup so far for the Red Bulls, again, because uh, what makes the Open Cup interesting is not MLS. It's USL and AISL teams. And the fact that there's a USL team this far into the Open Cup makes this edition more interesting. It's unfortunate that we're playing them, um, in my opinion, just because obviously even though it's Open Cup, I don't really want to lose to a USL team. Um, You know, so... uh, I personally think this is a game where you absolutely can put in non starters because it is USL. And a lot of these guys are, a lot of our bench guys are guys who excelled in USL. Um, So that's why I I hope to God they go all out against Orlando, maybe one or two, maybe three uh, subs for the Open Cup. Um, You know, uh, I think they'll win. I'm not going to make a score prediction. I think they'll go to Kansas City. They'll lose and everybody. They'll lose in Kansas City, and then everybody except me will lose their minds.
0: Hmm. I'll accept losing Kansas City over losing Cincinnati. That's what I'll say.
1: Right.
2: It's it's one it's one thing to lose
0: to an MLS team in the Open Cup. It's another thing to lose to a low division side in the semifinals of the, of the Open Cup.
2: We're, I'll so. say I'll say this much, and everybody can hate me. We're the far less interesting opponent for the final. A, a, USL, oh, I don't know. a well, you,
1: making the final be so much yeah, more From
0: a PR perspective, of course that's the case. I mean. Right.
1: Every cup final's like that in every league everywhere. You, Everyone wants the smaller teams to win. Yeah.
2: We're the bad guys like Razor Ramon in this one.
1: Good. I like being guy. the heel.
2: Heel. All
0: right. Um. right. Let's go to the dumping ground. Let's. Uh, so I'm gonna throw this in real quick because I before I, I need to do it before I forget. So Jonathan Tannewald said that you know that the union season's over when the Eagles score the first preseason touchdown <laughs> Yeah, just had to get that in there. I thought that was pretty funny. All right anyways uh, so uh, Dilly Duca.
1: Yeah, Woo. Get, get pumped, everybody. Oh, we heard shit. the rumors weeks ago, right? We saw, we saw him on the field, and now yeah. we get to live the Dilly Duca experience. Yeah,
2: yeah. remember when you marched yesterday said it's been an interesting 48 hours? Well, oh. this is what happened. We that's, signed Dilly Duca.
1: It's
2: really interesting.
1: Man, Batten down the motherfucking hatches. <laughs> Anybody want to guess where he Dilly was, time.
0: where we got him from?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say he was working at Stop and Shop. Probably sounds about right.
0: Uh, I that does sound about right, actually. Well, apparently he did play for Columbus this year, and he was, he was not like his, anyone would notice. Uh, according to Wikipedia, he was raised in July. So, yeah, about right, so that was year, that's, that's time to work
1: start. at Stop and Shop.
0: Yeah, I mean, somebody you gotta pay the bills for that corporate insurance, right? So yeah. Um. So, how does the transfer window end up for the Red Bulls? Piss three, poor. Three <laughs> players that you, that two of whom you probably never heard of, and one that you did but didn't care enough about. So, <laughs> uh, Duca was the last one. Then you had Muhammad Keita and Fidel Escobar. Keita, for me, is interesting because we got a forward when we got rid of Brandon fucking Allen on loan.
2: Who's... How's he How's he doing for Minnesota, Jay? Um, <laughs> Not well. <laughs> how's that superstar Brandon Allen doing over Minnesota? <laughs> he score, he's he got at least three hat tricks, right?
0: Uh, I'm going to guess that he gets more playing time at Minnesota than Kata does get
2: here at the end of the year. All right. Well, so far, he's got a grand total of zero playing time okay. in Minnesota. Well, didn't,
0: you, didn't we say Kata's hurt already? So um, I'm also a good start with Kata being hurt.
2: Well, that's true. You got that advantage. <laughs>
0: And Escobar, I think, is a midfielder. I don't really know who he is. I just know that we got him.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's the whole thing. It's like, ooh, we got yeah, a guy. Got Where's it? player? <laughs> mm.
2: ah, Defender, you... huh? Yay, Fidel Gaspar. He's, he's named after a dictator and a drug kingpin. Great. Uh, uh, I, I
0: feel like so, somebody mentioned – I saw somebody on Twitter say this today that – uh, Duca might be assigning strictly for the expansion draft. I don't know if I want to give the team that much credit, but if the, if that was the case, that's actually kind of a brilliant move. Because LAFC does come into the league next year. So if you if you sign Duca explicitly to save somebody else.
2: Here's the thing. Why does LAFC need any of our players when they don't exist and they are capable of signing Carlos well, right.
0: I
1: mean, well, it's because they're allowed to, Pat. That's why
2: bullshit. Our it's, MLS. Doesn't even it's MLS. It's
1: MLS. Yeah.
2: Our, our our organization, I mean, they they sold a beloved player and look, the team has turned it around so I don't want to beat a dead horse at that. But the fact of the matter is they got money. Use it. Fucking use it. Use it on a real player. I mean, I love that some of the young guys in the team are playing now and I, and I love that they're contributing but one good player could put us over the hump. One. One, you know, player and when I'm absolutely over the day when we signed the Thierry Henrys, when we signed the Rafa Marqueses. More on him in a second. The Tim Cahill's, the 30-year-olds. I'm I'm over that. But when you see around the league, when you get you got your under 30 Giovincos, Vayas coming in to play. Why can't the Rebels get a player like that? Why can't the Rebels get a game-changing player like that? It, it doesn't make any sense to me, and I do blame the organization. It's absolutely they are bargain-binning it right now. Thankfully, we have a great homegrown program that I don't think is going to go anywhere because we're fortunate to live in an area that has uh, millions of people, many of whom play soccer. But it, this, you know, the fact that they're just turning their nose up at any potential and they're just taking risks on players as opposed to getting somebody who can absolutely come in and contribute immediately, especially when a team is this close to being over the hump and making a push for the playoffs, it, it drives me nuts. And it's not going to change. It's not changing anytime soon. This is the Rebel organization we have now. Um, you know, don't expect a big star in Rebel Arena. If, if you, that's what you're expecting, stop coming to games because it's not happening. It's just not happening. Uh, and, and don't get attached to your home stars either because Tyler Adams, he'll be gone in a year or two. I mean, let's face it, they're, they're going to sell him off at some point. Um, it, it's, it drives me off the wall that this team uh, is just penny pinching at every. Uh, possibility, and I'm not saying the stars would bring uh, the people in the stadium. I mean, it might, it might. I mean, I'm starting starting to see more Red Bull jerseys and stickers in the area, um, but it, it's you know it drives me nuts. It, it's you know it, it's they they need that extra piece, they don't have it. I, I'm not expecting it out of any of these three guys, and that's that's it. Rant over.
0: <clears throat> the best part about Escobar, by the way, who's defender? He's here on a loan. We don't even we don't even officially buy him. He's a loan player.
2: I'm assuming there's an option to buy. Uh, there, no, is.
0: That, that, there is because that's his, that's an MLS standard contract for a loan. But
2: I mean, why
1: couldn't why couldn't we? Like, if why couldn't there, we get Coutinho? Because
0: like, four hundred thousand is not enough.
1: Hmm. We couldn't pony not, up the uh, one hundred forty-two million dollars or whatever it was. I don't
2: know.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure that we lost like half the allocation money from DAX too, because I think half of that was expiring this year. I might be wrong about that, but I think that was the case.
1: You're going to look into that and talk about it next week.
0: Yeah, I, I may not want to. I might be sad about that if that's the case.
1: I don't know. Anyway... Well, whatever, we're stuck with this team, you know, good or bad, this is it. And like Pat said, the unfortunate thing is we could have a great academy, but we're going to send all those players away anyway, so what does it really matter?
0: Mm-hmm. On a right, on a, on a good note, you know who we're not stuck with anymore? Rafa Marquez.
2: Yo, why, what happened? What happened?
0: I'll, 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 I don't to talk about it, but I want to do the segue, so.
2: What, you want me to say something about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah take, take it, it away. away. This, this is yours, man. <laughs>
0: I wanted to do the segue because I thought of it, but it's your topic.
2: Uh, Rafa Marquez's American assets are all frozen because uh, he's involved with the drug trade, uh, and that's just hilarious. Uh, we couldn't, couldn't happen to a better guy. Uh, we posted some memes on our Twitter, so go check them out and like them and share them, and you know all that good stuff. Come up, up with your own, send them to us. Oh, absolutely. Come up, come with your own. Oh, we'll oh, tweet them. Okay,
0: if we're do this, what should the hashtag be? They...
1: Do we even need a hashtag? I just want memes, baby. All right,
2: give me memes.
0: Kingpin Rafa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I did yeah. see somebody say. I did see somebody tweet yesterday. I don't remember who. So if you listen to this show, forgive me. It wasn't a rebel fan. It was a personality who said, uh, "No, no, no. You're getting it all wrong. Rafa isn't Walter White. He's Skyler."
1: Nope, don't get
2: it. He's the, She was the wife in Breaking Bad.
1: Okay, see, that was a show I never watched.
2: Yeah, it's a show that I got five episodes
1: into. He
0: was the money launderer? Because that doesn't seem right.
1: What's that? That's what he was doing. He was moving money around. Yeah, he's,
2: from my understanding, yeah, he's on the laundering side of everything. Yeah. Like, it's like he has some kind of academy in his home state, and like the drug money was getting laundered there like crazy. Or maybe not like crazy, but at least that was one of the locations.
0: Oh, but yeah, that is a very apt description.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So he's it's actually, great because he's such a piece of shit.
2: Yeah, it would be great if like this goes one step further and he's banned from coming to the United States, so like the next time Mexico plays the U.S., he can't play here. That'd be tremendous. I mean, granted, he's like 90, so he might not be playing much longer anyway, but, you know.
1: yeah, Maybe it's the time for him to uh, suddenly retire.
2: Yeah. Maybe Tim Reeves needs to fly down to uh, Mexico and just leave a flaming bag of poop on the front, <laughs> front door. So, I think uh, he's just driving by his
1: house doing double middle fingers the whole way. just okay. right past
0: hey. so this, is according, this is according to the New York Times. Uh, he was placed on the Office of Foreign Assets Control list of so-called specially designated nationals, which means, obviously, his assets are frozen and in general prohibition on Americans having dealings with him. So, Yeah, he's not even going to get, like, or, well, he probably will get some under-the-table stuff, but no legal business in the United States.
1: Hey America, don't look at this guy. He's trouble. Yeah. Good. What great news. That w- that was actually a nice bounce back after the loss. It, it made me feel good. <laughs> it made yeah. everybody feel great. Cuz he he really is a total bag of trash.
0: Oh, wow. So according to this article, it says even Monday I'm going to read this directly. Even more mundane services, such as if Marquez has a life or a health insurance policy with an American company, could be affected. Any payments to him in American dollars will pass to American banks where, by law, they must be frozen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Uh,
2: what a shame. Right now, his uh, he's asking his accountant, wait, how much is the peso worth again? And he's like, fuck! <laughs> uh, all
0: right. uh, anything else for Dumping Grounds?
1: Yeah, Sky Blue, pay attention to the itinerary.
0: Well, that's not my topic, hence my asking.
1: So uh, Sky Blue, I I missed the last week, but I don't think I missed the game, actually. I think they had the week off. Uh, They lost at home. They got annihilated at home, 4-1 to the Washington Spirit. Uh, They are playing in Orlando Saturday night. Crazy. Yeah, which is is pretty weird. Uh, I think they're only two points out of the playoffs. Everything's very tight uh, between like second, third, and fourth place, and then fifth and sixth. So, uh, not a lot of games left. So there's a lot of must-win games. This is a good one to maybe just get a point out of, and hopefully come back home and start picking up some ground and get in the playoffs.
0: So they're actually tied with Orlando at 23 points, and that's they are both one point out of fourth.
1: Okay, so there you go. Yeah, that's it's it's tight. Yeah. So definitely, you get a draw. You get a draw on the road. That's all right. Draw on the roads. You know, totally fine.
2: Ain't nothing wrong with a draw on the road.
1: Nope. So, yeah. And I and I do, really quickly, since I wasn't here last week, I do want to talk about Forza Lucha. I don't know if you guys did it all. We
2: did not. We didn't. Uh, so I wasn't there.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, it was uh, a great show. It was a packed house. It's packed into a test, too.
2: Yeah, it was, actually.
1: Great crowd. Hot crowd. Uh, we raised a lot of money. I I haven't gotten a total yet, but it was... So what I hear is it was pretty good. So maybe in the next week or two, we'll be able to announce how much we raised. It was really an amazing show. It really was. It was fantastic. Uh, no issues. Great matches. Um, awesome raffle items. There was like a dozen freaking different things you could win at the raffle. I really should have tried to get that Forza Lucha jersey, and I didn't. That's my bad. Uh, I, I kind of wanted it, but I let it go. <laughs>
2: You can't be a family member or a member of Forza Lucha Incorporated and be in the, Let's, the raffle.
1: I write they the, on the rules all the time. I write the rules. <laughs> My rules, I make them up.
2: Yeah. If you but want yeah, anyway. to be, like, be like that episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns wins the car <laughs> at the baseball game, Everyone's like,
1: Boo! Here come the pretzels." <laughs> But anyway, I just wanted to mention it real quick because it, it was uh, it was awesome. And, of course, the Red Bulls, again, won that night because that's what they do on Forza Lucha Night. I think I mentioned so, that part at least. Yes. Yeah, un- still undefeated. We're up to four wins and a draw.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Montreal, we just keep kicking their ass, which is great. And Pat and I are working on the uh, video right now. We're editing stuff. So hopefully we'll have that done next week, right? uh yeah hopefully uh within a week yeah
2: it's, uh it's coming along well um it's uh again like what you've been said hot crowd uh big crowd um and obviously the most important thing with voice lucha is that so much has been raised for such a good charity and uh you know and that appears to be the case which is tremendous and it's what you always want to hear or see for sure so good stuff yeah
0: so when you when it's all edited and stuff, where's it going to be this year? Because I, I think you, I was listening to you on Beyond the Ring. I think you mentioned. Beyond oh the, yeah, some, some other platform this year.
1: Yeah, we're going to be on Powerbomb TV. So it's actually www.powerbomb.tv, which is a wrestling streaming website. So there's a ton of different wrestling companies on there. So that's where the show will be. Uh, if you go to our YouTube page today. There's a new video up there with Danger Jameson's uh, Intermission Stunt Spectacular, which is rather wonderful. And we'll probably toss one, maybe two matches up on the YouTube page for everyone to check out. Uh, but if you want to see Janela versus Crowbar, if you want to see the tag uh, tournament, you're, I mean, those those are definitely going to be on the Powerbomb website. Uh, you can actually sign up for for, I think it's like a free month if you want to just go check it out. But it's only ten dollars a month, and again, there's a bunch of awesome wrestling companies on there. Tier one is on there. Tier one rules. Uh, and again, it's only ten a month, which isn't too bad considering other ones charge you twenty dollars a month, which is insane.
2: And the wrestling's probably better than WWE. I was gonna say it's the, the oh price yeah, of the by network. far it's the
0: price of the network.
2: Uh, and uh, you know, one thing we did learn from watching the show—I don't know if I'm allowed to name this person publicly—but someone of our rebel family, pray for their testes right oh yeah their testes
1: can can we put that on the youtube page (laughs) i feel like like more people actually need to see that yeah
2: he made it public but on facebook so i don't know if we can youtube (laughs) all
1: right i want everyone to go on twitter and tweet us and say uh show us your testes and then we'll uh we'll we'll, uh we'll we'll put that on youtube
2: we'll show said person and see if they agree to put it on youtube
1: yeah i I think it deserves to be shown
0: All right. So is that is that now it for sub ground? Because uh, there actually isn't anything else on the agenda.
2: Yeah, I guess there's uh, just two quick things. Uh, I met Connor Laid today. It was awesome. I, uh, I oh yeah. Some, I'm an Uber driver, and I Ubered somebody from Red Bull Arena uh, to a promo event at Metro Liquors, <laughs> a very appropriate named liquor store, shall we say? <laughs> uh, for uh, and Connor Laid was there with Heineken, signing autographs and everything. You can actually go to our Twitter and see the uh, photo, the card that he signed for us for the show. Kinda uh, Laid, good dude. He said he's training again. He should be in the 18. So if you're a big Kinda Laid fan, that is great news. Uh, so thank you, Connor Laid. It was uh, fun getting a picture with you and all that good stuff. And thank you, Bruce, my Uber passenger, who uh, you know told me, like, oh, yeah, Conor Laid's going to be inside. I'm like, oh, I might as well take a little break and go <laughs> say hi. So there's that. Also, going back to we talked about Pro Well last week. Uh, because of the court of arbitration hearing. Uh, An interesting listen that I listened to this past week is the owner of the Kingston Stockade, who is one of the plaintiffs in that case, uh, talking about ProLail and his ideas to institute it uh, on the Total Soccer Show. Uh, So look up that podcast. It's actually a very fascinating interview. Um, He uh, is not a dingbat, uh, much like the Twitter Twitterati who are out there in the ProLail community um yeah, he actually was fairly reasonable I'm not saying I agree with everything he said um but it was a, it was good it was an interesting video it, interview and he was actually very reasonable about how forcing uh pro- promotion relegation on mls like tomorrow would probably be a bad idea mm-hmm. so um so it's it's a very fascinating listen I suggest it, go take a look at total soccer show I think the episode was last friday uh so Somewhere aroundabouts, there on their feed, uh, you'll see it.
0: I mean, last Friday makes sense because right? we talked about it on Thursday.
2: So, mm. yeah, I think it was a Friday show. Yeah.
1: And the only thing I get left is that uh, I I'm, I am happy that the Premier League starts up again this weekend because you can't get enough soccer.
0: <laughs>
1: can't get enough. True, right? Now you now we get the morning, afternoon, and night games. Love it. So I mean, even if you yeah. whatever whatever European league you might watch. It's 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 all coming back.
0: Yeah, Bundesliga starts the weekend after Premier
2: League. Yeah, they I start, think they've the they German
0: Cup this week, but then after that is the start of Bundesliga.
2: Yeah, which uh, Christian Pulisic is already torching. I think I saw
1: a highlight. Good. Yeah,
0: of course he is.
1: And in ten years, he'll be on whatever new MLS expansion team there is. So that I'm looking forward to that. Uh,
2: this the Saskatchewan uh, the Saskatchewan Moose.
1: Yeah, there you go, the Muscamos. There you go, Muscamos. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I know, I know, we're, we're uh, rattling on here, but I have to mention that the new Orange County team uh, in NASL decided to call itself California United, which is the yet another stupid name for a team because there's a dozen other teams in California and they don't represent any of it. Yeah. A tiny NASL team in Orange County is going to call themselves California United. So dumb. Yeah.
0: And, and I had used, to throw that in there. And they used United.
1: Yeah, of course they did. Of course. Of course they did.
2: I know technically we're Red Bull New York and not the New York Red Bulls, but oh my God, these these like ripoffs of European names. Uh, I mean, I At used to not mind it, but now that it's getting so redundant.
0: At least Red Bull New York makes sense because we're part of that organization. Like yeah. it's a, it's a quote, rip-off name, but at least we're part of the organization. Like,
2: yeah. well, I'm saying, I'm saying, technically, we're not the like. I, I like the traditional American city, uh, you know, nickname, and we're technically not the New York Red Bulls. We're Red Bull New York, but you know, we're we're everyone calls us the New York Red Bulls. I you think, know,
0: I think MLS actually calls us on the MLS site. We're actually New York Red Bulls. I don't know. I think people just gravitated towards the RBNY hashtag, and that's how it kind of became that way. Um, But so let's see. It's like DC United, Minnesota United, Atlanta United, California United. I'm pre- it's only four teams. I'm pretty sure there's more United's out there in, in the United States. Like, really? Come on. All right. So if that's it for dumping ground, I think the last thing we have is terrible team of the week.
1: We do. Yep. Terrible team. Uh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll get. I'll get to that, Jay. I'll get to that after this. I could definitely dump on Minnesota because they they got annihilated. But what, who I'm going to dump on is Dallas, and that's losing in Philadelphia three one. Again, they could have stayed top of the Western Conference. They were playing trash bag Philadelphia. Uh, not only did they lose, but I believe they had the first official goal taken away via video replay. So they that I because I think that was a. F- friday night or saturday night game um but that was the big thing is like the uh the ref went to the old video and took a goal away so they are the first victims of that
2: mm. nice
1: i mean no excuses right no excuses for a good team to lose to trash teams but i mean we know how that feels it's yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> a few of those earlier this season
1: we feel their pain
2: all right,
0: so you, you were typing that, you got something else?
1: Yep, I got one more thing I got to talk of. Uh, I, I hate to bring the show down at the very end, but I have to mention it. Uh, yeah, that I know the, you're going with this. Yep, the Empire Supporters Club lost uh, our friend Glenn Stamp last week. Uh, hard to put this man into words. He was loud, boisterous, completely insane. Uh, if you want to talk about a guy who loved Forza Lucha, just go watch the video on YouTube before Forza Lucha Dose. You're going to hear his voice throughout the entire show. Uh, he was a friend of mine. He was always open to uh, having him, having us come to his apartment and hang out and grill food and watch games. We would sneak into his uh, the pool they had in their condo area. Dude was legendary. I think everyone agrees that if you were in ESC or you're thinking of joining ESC, he was someone you saw. He's just a guy that that sticks out of the crowd. And uh, he's really going to be missed. He's going to be missed by all of us. I know there's a viewing that a lot of people are going to on Saturday, and I think they're going to have a TIFO in his honor uh, for Saturday's game. So I we're I think we're all going to miss Glenn a hell of a lot. I know I am. And uh, I don't know where he is right now, but he'll be definitely watching this team this weekend.
2: Yeah, he uh, was for solution two, right? He two. Uh, yep. Yeah, he, uh, he definitely has some moments uh, in that video, so yeah. <laughs> they're, they're rather entertaining. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I I
0: think it, he tried to get into it with somebody. He tried to his. hand yeah. Guapo Grande
2: French
1: fries during a match.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, he you know, said, holy shit, was, was it when Guapo Grande came out? Yeah, no, it was when, when
1: Kyle the Beast came out.
2: That's right. He, so goes, he, he... he goes,
1: holy shit, a beast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so he's a bit all over Forza Lucha 2, which is on YouTube. Uh, that, that's really the extent of my interaction with him, so I can't um, say much, but yeah, very, very sad day for Red Bull fans for sure.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have the, the privilege of knowing him, so I really can't say much, but anytime that somebody passes away, especially in an unexpected fashion, it's sad, so.
1: I have to mention the one time we were at his apartment watching a game that he had to mention to us several times that he did not live with his parents, mind you at this point he was already probably 47 years old (laughs) and my brother's like yeah no we get it we get it glenn yeah we know you do not live it with your parents and he said that maybe four times and so that's been a running joke all these years that uh glenn does not live with his parents
0: (laughs) all right so I know it's just a sad note, but let, let's wrap this one up. Uh, you can visit us, onceametro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Uh, Patreon.com slash red bull rant. Do a few bucks away to support the show. You can email us. Red bull rant. Son of a bitch. I'm sure I didn't check the email.
2: Every, we, we don't like, have any emails. We don't have any emails. I checked. Oh, okay. At least somebody did.
0: Uh, redbullrant at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. <clears throat> On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show. At Dr. Stooge for myself. At PMAC, 2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. Last
2: words before we get out of here.
1: I expect the double win this week. So win-win. Yeah,
2: Let's uh, bring a win, baby. And as always, thank you, Walmart.
0: Thanks, buddy. Hey, buddy. least have somebody to thank. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 235 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls.
1: Holy shit, a beast!
2: Late.